Shall we get started? Yeah, should we uh, should we start off with a can opening? Well, that'll be probably yeah. The best. Yeah, <laughs> I like your thinking. Right yeah. after three, right one, two, three. There we go. Oh, <laughs> it's gone everywhere. <laughs> of course, had to happen to yep. one of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, I'm now covered in beer. So fantastic. There we go. Good start. Luke, Christmas special. Two carrots. We've made it. Cheers. Yeah, we made it. Chink. There we go. Virtual chink. Mm-hmm. Um, as I just said to you a minute ago, this is. I am horrifically underprepared today. Um, I usually this podcast. I I make fairly good notes, and when it comes to ask three, like when it's my you know my turn to ask and I know what the questions are I I really think about my answers and I sometimes write some notes for them I haven't done that this time (laughs) because (laughs) uh yeah after the sort of 10 days that I've had 10 days or two weeks I just yeah my brain has been fried I literally sent the running order to you this morning while I was at the gym I was just like (laughs) let's do this (laughs) and I've just kind of been trying to think about it as I go along so this is going to be a funny one this episode but I quite like the fact that uh, there isn't loads of planning, you know. I mean, it's Christmas. We're going to talk about Christmas for a start. I mean, yeah. it writes itself, really. So, um, But yeah, so this is episode 10. It's our Christmas special. thought we'd have a little get-together, talk about Christmassy things and Christmas-themed stuff. We've got our drinks. I'm just going to take a sip. I haven't yet. Yeah, I feel that uh, I think I texted you this morning saying I've never been so excited for an episode in my life. <laughs> you know, talking for an hour and a bit about Christmas is just kind of my this is my moment really. It's, so uh, I've got a, I've got another mate, a, a couple of mates um, who are just obsessed, and I think well I've I had one mate who's been obsessed with Christmas. Like I don't know why he is. It's just all year round he's always banging on about it. And yeah. then you've come along, and you're kind of the same as him, and. I um we'll, we'll talk sort of more broadly about Christmas, but like I it's only more recently I've kind of got more back into it. But I suppose before we start, before we talk about Christmas, I said we've got a drink. Can you can you tell me what you're drinking? Because I don't know if it's going to beat what I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, so I've gone for as part of my Brewdog Advent calendar. I've gone for a yeah. Brewdog Hoppy Christmas. Uh, I'm sure you can get the joke there. Hoppy Christmas. Yeah, uh, it's quite nice. It's quite light actually. It's not too bad. Yeah. See, somebody got paid a lot for that hoppy Christmas. Mine yeah. is a uh, courtesy of Aldi, ten four brewing India Pale Lager, <laughs> a clean, crisp, and hoppy lager, five point one percent. So uh, I'm being the cheapskate today, but that Brewdog calendar sounded magnificent. Um, what was that weird flavour you shared on the Discord the other day? Oh, it was um, a raspberry cream donut i think it was a raspberry milkshake or something like that but it tasted like a uh fresh cream donut um yeah. raspberry fresh cream donut but it was a weird taste but actually it was really moorish yeah it's probably like a bit it, dangerous it sounds kind of ridiculous but i don't like i'm not really a sweet person but i like when you get some of those sweet beers and you know funky yeah. flavors i've had like yeah strawberries and cream flavored beer and stuff and it's it's actually really good and uh uh, a mutual friend of ours, Moist Owlet, reach, recently yep. sent me some uh, vanilla bourbon flavoured coffee, which is just Ooh. like, yeah, it's magnificent. I absolutely love it. So shout out to Moist Owlet for sending that to me. Most Fantastic. appreciated. Um, uh, yeah, so as I was mentioning, I'm horrifically underprepared. I've got a sort of running order for this. 
Uh, we're going to do Ask 3 as always. We're both asking questions today because it is a seasonal special. It's like we literally just did a Halloween special as well. <laughs> yeah, but, no, uh, we, you know, we had one let's in just the do middle, one, didn't we? Yeah, let's just do one every other month now. You know. <laughs> a spring <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. We'll, we'll bring down every kind of season, spring, autumn. Yeah. <laughs> let's make summer. it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what am I what am I thinking? So yeah, what's been going on? Uh, we recorded our last episode was fairly recent, but how's things? How's your December going? Um, you know, what you've been up to, your gaming and Christmas prep, I suppose. What's been going on since we we last spoke? Yeah, I think it's I think you've kind of uh, pointed out a couple of episodes ago the time is just crazy. I can't believe that we are 4 days away from Christmas at the time of recording. Uh, I think it's just been really busy and I think we've both been kind of in the mindset of, you know, we're trying to wind down in December. December's a really strange month in that whether you're in work, whatever you're doing, it almost, the the atmosphere you're feeling, it's almost like a winding down feeling, which is uh, one of the nicest things that you get from Christmas where everyone just kind of, kind of either chills out or goes over the top there's never in between now is there there's always people who are freaking out and people who are just completely chilled and fortunately i'm the in the completely chilled category uh but as for as for gaming i know we uh we the other night we played a lot a kind of bit of halo and yes. rocket league and stuff and it was, it was probably the first time in a long time that you and i have played games together yeah, which was quite interesting. And you made a statement that uh, my wife has actually grasped onto and has been using every day. And you said it's it's so sincere as well. Would you like to? Would you like? I tell you what, it doesn't work me saying it. Uh, I want you to say it. I want you to deliver it in the with the same sincerity as you offered to me. Uh, so we were we were playing Rocket League, and you were being yep. absolutely terrible. Yeah, and I and I, uh, I mean, okay, I can't remember the exact words I used, but basically, I said. <laughs> Uh, are you actually good at any games apart from Resident Evil? And, well, I mean, you said yes. <laughs> but from every game I've played with you that isn't Resident Evil, I would disagree because you're terrible oh, yeah. at everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I completely agree. I think it goes to, like, when you start playing multiplayer games yeah. is when I really struggle. Um, I have no idea why. I just lose all coordination. I just... Um, <laughs> You know that kid when you're playing football and you're just like, oh, go on, I'll take him. And he's got the ball at his feet and he kicks air, you know, and you're just like, oh, that's me playing any sort of multiplayer <laughs> game. <laughs> but what's funny is you actually did really well on Rocket League that night. Because I was to... angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm such a competitive person. But my competitiveness see. went above the kind of... <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. it. That's the reverse psychology I was instilling upon you to make yeah. sure that uh, you absolutely smashed it at Rocket League, and you did. So yeah, so it worked. Yeah, well, pat on the back for me, I suppose. Pat <laughs> on the back. <laughs> but other than that, I've got back into. I know I, I say Resident Evil a lot, um, but I I gave Resident Evil Seven a go a couple of days ago, mm. which was really refreshing. Do you know what I found really strange? You know, I've played that game. I've sped run that, I've speed run that game before. Um, I've played it so many times, but I can't believe how many scenes still give me jump scares. Mm. Really surprised how many times I kind of jolted back. You know, I played that game in VR, um, which is horrific. And but yeah, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised how fresh that game still feels. That's cool. Yeah, I I've not played that game since it came out. Yeah. It left an impact on me, and it scared the hell out of me. Absolutely yeah. loved it. But I do often see it, you know, on the 
because it's on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try it and get the rest of the achievements or something like that. But I've just never gone back to it, just purely just because of, of time. Like it gets so difficult. Like I've said millions of times before, just picking and choosing where you allocate your game time can be so ridiculous because there is just Absolutely. so much out all the time. Yeah. Um, so that gets really really difficult to, you know, to de- uh, to revisit things. And this is what I like about this time of year because generally. And I know lots of people don't have lots of time off at this time of year, and that's fine, you know. Uh, uh, but for a lot of people, you do get like a solid like nine days off or something like that, yeah. uh, which I do have. And so uh, it's this kind of period of time where, you know, you mentioned stuff winding down. I feel like I've always been banging on about how busy work's been as well. And it, it has been. The past six months have just been the busiest that it's ever been in my current job. Yeah which is great but then like now and like even these last couple of days like i'm still working today i'm working right up to christmas eve but the days are a bit slower they're a bit easier and i'm eyeing that sort of time off like i'll be able to catch up on this game or this movie you know we'll spend some family time and stuff like that it feels like we're not going anywhere but it does feel like i've got a bit of a holiday coming up and quite excited about that and i'm not going to try going back to resident evil 7 but there's definitely other stuff that i want to play um, and obviously, been uh, doing the Halo Infinite stuff. Have you uh, kind of checked out all your uh, your updates on that? You're really going yeah. for that. <laughs> so that's Halo Infinite is the main thing I've been playing since since they launched the the early multiplayer. Uh, but certainly the past week and a half, when the since the campaign came out, or two weeks, however long it's been, I've been just playing the campaign solidly, like almost yeah. an hour every night. Um, but I've been really rinsing it, like getting all the collectibles. Uh, basically, the game works as like you've got the main story quest um, or storyline, and then there's like uh, FOB base, uh, forward operating bases that you can take over, crew, marine crews that you have to rescue, audio logs that you have to find. And I've just been doing everything, and I've I've ticked off everything. I haven't hundred percented wow. it because. There's some things that I've missed that I can't get until they add the mission replay option, which is coming, apparently. Um, But I've done every side mission that it's possible to do. I've done the main missions. I've got almost every collectible bar, some audio logs, and skulls. I started actually working on the main bunch of skulls last night, and I think I've got like four or five to get, and two of them... Do you know what? I think maybe even like four of them are ones that I can't get until I get the mission replay. But yeah, I've been absolutely loving Halo. Um, I've said before, like I played every single one. I'm not like a hardcore, hardcore Halo fan. Really, really love those original two. Yeah. But yeah, this one feels, like I tweeted out, like it feels like, it just feels like like a classic video game. Like, yeah. like these open world games, I think of Assassin's Creed, like they are insane. They take like, 200 hours to 100% and it's just like who has this time and I know some people do like if gaming is your main thing that you have got time to do that's fantastic I do not have time to 100% Assassin's Creed Uh, so when a game like this comes out that takes you you know 25 hours to 100% that's cool that's good that's right up my street it's manageable isn't it yeah, and so the gameplay's felt classic, and the sort of self-containedness of the game, the sto- the intimate story, has felt good. Uh, really, really love it. Like, definitely one of my games of the year. Um, and that's just kind of the main thing I've been playing, to be honest. Uh, dipping into other things and you know, a little bit of my Switch and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been all all about Halo. 
Um, and then, um, but yeah, I mentioned, like I say, work's winding down. That's good, looking up uh, towards the holiday. Like Christmas prep, we, it's been very minimal. Um, we, uh, we're in the process of doing something at the moment, which I don't really want to talk about on the podcast, which I'll talk to you about after the podcast, but that's taken up so much of my time. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, like we've put our, we put our Christmas tree up like four nights ago. Uh, that's it. There's no other decorations up. Um, my wife has wa- has wrapped uh, my kids' few presents that he's got. Uh, my wife and I aren't really getting each other gifts this year. We just have too many other expenditures for other things. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm fully excited for Christmas and the days off and the food and the drink, like putting extra time in at the gym just to bank some credit there. <laughs> um, bank some but, credit. Um, Love that. Yeah, but not much in the way of prep now i sent you a message on whatsapp was this last night i messaged you yeah, I sent yeah you a it picture was of yeah. the tree and i was like go on then let's see your nine footer that you've probably got because <laughs> <laughs> i know that you put a bit more time into the prep for christmas but um yeah what's that been like for you this month yeah it's been it's been good i'm i'm one of those people that everyone kind of hates where i've christmas present wise um i usually purchase all my stuff prior to kind of December, even sometimes in November. Um, I usually try to be on the ball, mainly, beca- mainly because of financial reasons, mm-hmm. because it, it obviously saves you a lot of money, but other stuff, it, it just makes you feel a little bit more chilled out when you've got everything ready. Um, I'm also one of these weird people that loves wrapping presents. I love it. I really, really enjoy it. I can see your face <laughs> now cringing at the idea. Can I just I stop d- you there? Do you know how I wrap presents most of the time? In foil, that is it. Right, go on. <laughs> oh no, yeah, but no. I I didn't say I'm good at wrapping presents. I just enjoy doing it. Um, yeah. My wife hates it on a, on a massive level. Yeah, um, I do. I went to the football about two weeks ago, and it was Jess's turn to kind of wrap some presents. And she texts me, "I'm wrapping presents." And then ten minutes later, was I'm not wrapping presents anymore. <laughs> you know, so we we're, we're polar ends. But um, as for Christmas prep, yeah, I'm, I'm a big person when it comes to like print up decorations and stuff. Um, I'm pretty the, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in our street who has any form of decorations outside. So we stick out like a sore thumb a little bit. Uh, That's surprising, to be honest. Like usually, you think a few people get into it. Um, you must live with a bunch of ri- live with live around a bunch of miserable <laughs> people. I mean, there are decorations, but in terms of um, you can see it if that makes sense you know it's it's kind of hard to miss uh but yeah no we're as i've said to you many times before i'm very much a christmas person um it's something i look forward to we've had many kind of uh conversations where i've dropped my dropped myself in it and you've been like nope no as soon as my it's my wife's birthday as soon as it's anniversary then i start i'm like yeah in it in october you know october (laughs) is like the moment the temperature drops that's it i'm done um, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Christmas, and uh, yeah, yeah, as for Christmas prep, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sorted really. As I'm yeah. sitting around, we've got backgrounds on at the moment, yeah, and I'm sitting around the Christmas gifts that I've hidden in this room. <laughs> if I turn the background off, you'll be able to see so much Christmas. Gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So literally, because so, because I do, I record this. We're, we're in our bedroom, and like, there's there's not any room. Like, I'm sat between like the window and the bed, and there's not any room here anyway. But there is currently even less room because all of the kids' presence is just here on the floor, and we yeah. haven't gone overboard. But like, th- like I say, there's hardly any room here anyway, so they're all just there, piled there. <laughs> I can barely get into bed at night, <laughs> so I'm looking forward for them being out of the way. To yeah. be honest, um, but yeah, we like 
in the past we've put up more decorations but it's just until the kid is a bit older we, we do the tree and the tree looks great and that's that's kind of enough for us um we certainly don't have anything outside like we live in a, a first floor flat so it's just like there's yeah. no real point there <laughs> well i i've got to ask the question uh, is the reason that you've not put up a lot more because of your you, <laughs> as you say the kids uh, would evaluate your performance a little yeah. bit more because you've already mentioned this uh, to yeah. me that every time you do something you do get evaluated yeah yeah and you kind of worry like it's it's like because he he can be like scared of the weirdest things and last year like so to give to give some context last year he put christmas decorations up and he points them out he can see them sort of mumbles to himself and he likes the flashing lights it's amazing how much changes in a year with yeah toddlers because like he's has full vocabulary and everything now and so we and he has an opinion on everything and even if he's really excited about something you might like say like a toy that he's been talking about or something like that and you get it for him and then all of a sudden he hates it and he's scared of it or something like that he's just changed his mind so we put the tree up and it was like ah oh, it looks amazing but uh what's he gonna say when he comes in and see it <laughs> like and there is genuine like are we just gonna have to take the tree down because he walks in and is like nope nope i don't want it or don't want this that and the other yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm just pandering to him, but you know, it, it's a nightmare with a toddler. <laughs> this is what they do, <laughs> and he will he will let us know if he didn't like it. But luckily, saw the tree, absolutely loved it. So that was a big great stuff. That was a big approval from the top as far as the tree goes, um, which was a relief. Um, and yeah, and then that's it. And you know, and he would just be pulling everything down as well. Like he's already rip, he rips the bulbs and stuff off the tree and stuff like that. So. And the, the least amount of decorations we put up until he's at a point where he really, really understands, nope, don't touch that. Um, yeah. We just kind of don't bother because it's like, you know. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm definitely in the Christmas mood. And, you know, we've got a, um, you know, we've got like some snacks and stuff in and food in. But we, we do have like a shop being, deli- a grocery shop being delivered on thursday which is bringing like a bunch of stuff is in as well yeah and uh do you what's your plans for the actual christmas day itself i mean you know you don't have to tell everyone your personal plans but just in general what's are you going to be by yourself or you know are you going to be seeing friends or family or anything like that yeah so last year um jess and i obviously with uh, restrictions and everything we we kind of spent the time at home um jess cooked the most amazing christmas dinner just yeah. I can't I can't tell you I wish I wish I could send some to you just so you got um how good this was you know <laughs> um but we'll just go back to what we were doing prior to that which would yeah. be going over to her brothers who cooks for kind of pretty much everybody and yeah. Jess is from a, a big family so it, it is quite difficult but yeah it's always a bit of a chill out chill out day um <laughs> we did have going back to what you were kind of saying about feeling the christmas food uh jess's brother does also organize a, like a family christmas party every year uh because there's so many relatives you know they'll come in from wherever some some as far as youville you know that type of thing um and they catch <laughs> that's up. like round the corner from me <laughs> yeah and they, they they stay down and whatever and it was a little bit subdued this year because it wasn't as many due to various things yeah and we we have the same person playing santa every year and is a family friend and you can imagine what he looks like when he plays santa right you can in terms of like before he puts on the on the costume and uh this year he lost like a ton of weight (laughs) like i'm talking like a lot of weight you're fired 
And every year he goes up to my mother-in-law and goes, "Oh, can Lewis help me?" And I'm like, I "Roll my eyes every year." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. great, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm going to do: go, go into the toilet with another man." You know. <laughs> but anyway, I helped him this year, and it was really difficult because, like I said, he'd lost a lot of weight. Yeah. So I said, "Right, where's your where's your glasses?" And he said, "Oh, I forgot them this year. Oh, I do have a spare." So he pulled them out, and I kid you not, they were sunglasses, like Terminator Two, yes. Arnie sunglasses, and he put them on. And he just looked like Santa had left Mrs. Claus. <laughs> he'd, he'd flown to Mexico for a, for, a, for, a, for a couple of months, chilled out, you know, gone into, gone into drugs, <laughs> lost all this weight, and he's just returned, you know, for, for rehab. And yeah. all these kids are like, oh, Santa looks like he's lost a lot of weight. I'm like, yeah, he does, doesn't he? That is amazing. Uh, yeah, so so that that was entertaining. That was always funny, but that that did uh, that did bring a smile to my face this year. But yeah, as for the day, yeah, usually just brother-in-law really, and and just yeah. kind of day by day go go across there. I have obviously friends from um, a couple of you know quite a distance away who I'll go and see and whatever. But yeah, that's about yeah. It. what about you? No, that's nice. Yeah, Christmas Day itself, we're not going anywhere. It's basically us here. I think my mum and my dad are popping over in the morning like but then they're going back on their way and then the plan is the current plan is for the bulk of my immediate family to get together on boxing day and sort of have yeah. a day together um that's cool so you know whether we're allowed to do that or not i'd i don't know i mean i don't really want to talk about all that crap to be honest it gives me a headache but um <laughs> you know we we try to sort of get on with it um so yeah that's the current plan but yeah definitely looking forward to it lots of chill out time uh, yeah, and loads of food. Like Christmas Day is the is the one day of the year that when I'm not at a festival where I will like have an alcoholic drink at 10 a.m. So uh, you know, looking forward to that really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's understandable. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I always find Boxing Day almost more enjoyable than Christmas Day because it yeah. builds up to Christmas Day and it's always every single year whether you I was five or when I'll be 50, it's always an anticlimax, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like. The Boxing Day, it just sort of everyone just breathes out a little bit and yeah. everyone's a bit more chilled out. Um, so I'm a big fan of that, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, before we go on to ask three, like I thought, just because this is a Christmas episode, we're going to talk a bit more about Christmas broadly. Yeah. Um, we sort of talked about what we're doing now and how things are going on, but just in general, you know, what's we've sort of touched on it in the past but you know growing up what was christmas like for you you know and however much you want to talk about and yeah. you know compa- certainly compared to now and because i wonder sometimes if maybe the reason you know you love christmas so much now might be because of you know how you saw it maybe when you were younger but i don't know i could just be an idiot and i just thought um you know uh, h- how is it for you compared to back then compared to now for those that yeah. you know may not know yeah, it's quite interesting because I have mentioned it on uh, the Halloween episode. Obviously, my background, where majority of my family are uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, um, which is which is always a, a difficult uh, <laughs> thing to manoeuvre, especially when your parents aren't. You know, it, it's it's difficult, and I think it's really strange because when I was a kid, I always remember really enjoying Christmas, but it was almost like it was like a secret. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was kind of like <laughs> we weren't allowed any decorations outside. We had a tree that was easy removable in case someone came over. But it was almost like we were having an affair with Christmas <laughs> every year. That 
is an answer I did not expect, but I'm so glad I got. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was very similar to that. And I'm not saying, you know, my Christmases were superb. Um, and, you know, I kind of fell through the whole thing and it's probably the reason why I love Christmas. And then I got to about my kind of teenage years and you're obviously a little bit, you lose a bit of that, that edge. And then obviously when I, when I met Jess, Jess is like super Christmas, you know, she's really, really into it. And I probably, probably came from that as well. And I think it was because Jess's family are also into Christmas and it allowed me to quote unquote, not have that affair with Christmas. You know, I was able to, I was able to come out with Christmas. Yes. You could come out, you could be free and open. Yeah. That's it. But yeah, it, it was always really strange because one of the funniest memories I've ever had, and I'm probably stealing from a question here, but one of the funniest memories um, I ever had was uh, myself and my cousin, who is Jehovah's Witness, uh, we went on holiday with my grandparents, and we got to see Santa. And mm. my cousin, who is about three years older than I am, three, four years older than I am, um, knew that he shouldn't be there. <laughs> so it was kind of like, no pictures, nothing at all, don't... <laughs> But then I was insistent and crying because he's basically my brother, really, because yeah. I don't have any brothers and he's probably yeah. close to my... So I demanded this picture and this picture is like the most iconic picture in our family as if like it is a shame picture. <laughs> it always gets brought out. It's like shame, shame, you know, with the bell. It is every every single time. And that was probably... You're talking about 25 years ago now. <laughs> and still to this day, my cousin is like, you know... in it, in his mid to late four, uh, late thirties, and he's kind of got. Remember that time when you were, when you were eight years of age and did this? He's like, yes, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's always the memory that pops into my head every year. Yeah, that is incredible. An affair with Christmas, like I like that. It's always nicer when it's a secret as well. Like there's something about it, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit naughty. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I won't go on about it too much. Like I've said before, like, you know, when I was younger, absolutely loved Christmas. Like we weren't well off growing up. We always had really good Christmases. I like, you know, gifts wise and stuff. Like I remember my birthday, like I'd never really like get much for my birthday. Like I might get like one like little gift or something like that. Christmas, I think, is where my mom and dad, you know, that they saved up and we had really good Christmases. And I wouldn't say we were spoiled, but it was the year was very centered around Christmas. Like any yeah. like games or toys or stuff I got w- would last me the whole year from Christmas. I knew that Absolutely. was like setting me up then. So we were quite fortunate in that we had really good Christmases, but you know, not, nothing throughout the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> but so and and I that's what I loved about it because I you know and. I also uh, have a very big family. Um, I mean, this is quite common with people our age because, you know, the grandparents always uh, had loads of children and it's just what they did back then. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like both sides, there's like 10 aunties and uncles with multiple cousins and stuff like that. So growing and growing up, my wider family was a lot closer and we would have huge, like we'd do the rounds to everywhere and it would get quite tiresome and stuff. But, you know, I enjoyed that. And then, yeah. like you say, you kind of get to your teen teen years, and you're interested interested in other things. And uh, like Christmas is sort of like yeah, so and you you start you know maybe if you do drink alcohol, you've uh, you you know you're allowed a few beers and stuff on Christmas Day, and it's like you know you're. Um, I'm sort of putting myself out there now like everyone's like I didn't drink beer on Christmas day when I was 16 it's like <laughs> I did <laughs> you're allowed to the by only... the way yeah just, I, don't think you, I don't as... think you're the only one there 
<laughs> a side note. I don't know if I'm imagining this. Now, I know, because I used to work in a pub, and I know that uh, so it's, uh, people over the age of 12 can have a pint of beer with a roast dinner. Um, I'm sure that the law regarding alcohol and drinking at home is like, you can have alcohol when you're five years old at home. Now, okay. I wish somebody could fact check, fact check that for me right now, but I swear from... You know, I've sort of because I joke. Oh, I was having beer when I was sixteen at home on Christmas Day. Yeah, like, yeah. I think you're you're allowed to. Like, it doesn't matter. You you can't go out and purchase it. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so you're a teenager. You're sort of moving into that side of things and and whatever. And like, um, and then there was a period of time where I just did not care at all. Like, I would go out on Christmas Eve and just you know with mates and get drunk and then be hungover on Christmas Day. That was like four or five years in a row. I did that like into my late teens and early 20s okay and then after that i started to go and as you become more grown up i started to have christmases around friends houses you know very organized someone cooks the dinner and stuff and you just see yourself transitioning like to these other stages of life and you're leaving your perspective on the this day of the year behind and then now I'm back to I'm moving back to the other thing which is like it's all about the kid and getting gifts for the kid and we're really good and like we we tr- we really try our best not to spoil our kid um because I think that's really really important but we do you know we are kind of celebrating the magic of Christmas and we're not religious and you know that's that's completely cool if people are or whatever we're not religious Christmas has become you know is it but I'm happy to kind of get involved with that end of year celebrations wrapping up and honor those traditions that people have had. And so, yeah, we put the tree up and we do celebrate Christmas. Um, I don't watch the queen's speech, but, uh, you know, uh... I don't know anybody. And honestly, I was watching, um, can you ever remember the two program, the Royal family? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was watching that the other day and it mentioned something. And then I watched something else. I can't remember who it was. It was one of the, kind of sitcoms from that that era and they're all talking about watching the queen and i don't know anybody because they mentioned in the program oh did you watch the queen yeah i watched the queen and they both both programs said the same yeah. thing did you watch the queen i don't know anybody that still does it i honestly don't know anybody that sits down and actually watches there anymore i promise you my dad does <laughs> really <laughs> yeah but my dad is 80 okay um, like my dad like, my dad doesn't even really care about the Queen, like, but it's just like a, it's just a, it's that thing, just, that is what, ev- like, what everyone did back in the day, like, years yeah. and years and years and years ago, you know, when TV was new and stuff like that, so, it's like, yeah, it's just the thing you do almost subconsciously, isn't it, but yeah, I certainly don't uh, watch it anymore, um, uh, what was I going to say, um, so yeah, I just, I just thought it'd be funny to get your perspective on Christmas now, but, um, so do you think you, your, the Christmas for you has changed since having your little boy? Do you think that's kind of changed things? The yeah. way you, you are with it, the way you, you deal with it? It, com- it changes everything. Like, even just, you know, where you go on Christmas Day. Like, mm. so, with our kid now, he's like the youngest grandchild in the family. And so generally we say to everyone do you want to see see us on Christmas Day? You can come to us. Like, we're, we're home on Christmas Day. Like, we're not dragging the toddler out on Christmas Day. Yeah. And so that's quite good, because you can use yeah. that as a reason. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch, well played. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it it does. It it changes, you know, what kind of effort you make and where you go and what you do and times you do things. And but the main thing is it it did. Like I loved having grown up Christmases with friends, which we did like previous to COVID and stuff like that. Um, and we will do that again. But what's funny is so like my last Christmas I had with friends so would have been uh, so twenty nineteen, I think. Um, I think we did that year or maybe the year before anyway um, but then since the pandemic those friends that I always went around and had Christmases with all of them have had children mm-hmm. and so now it's like it's changed again like I went to visit uh, last Saturday went to visit those friends and we it wasn't like a Christmas but you know it was the first time I'd seen some of them a couple of them in two years and you know since Feb 2020 um uh so almost two years but it was just so weird being there with now everyone had an extra human present and yeah, it was like that's, that's our, crazy those grown-up christmases are kind of gone and it's now shifted back to family christmases again but it's this family and this new family and yeah yeah it's it makes you feel old and it makes it blurs time a little bit but yeah it changes where you go what you do like gift giving like i used to buy gifts for everyone that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it must take you so long to buy gifts for everybody. Just yeah, yeah, and honestly. like when I, I remember, like when I was first, first properly. Oh wait, hang on, I think my mold wine's here. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> my mold yes. wine is here. That is absolutely superb. I'm hoping you're leaving this part in as well. Um, oh, I will. So yeah, so yeah. my wife just knocked the door. There's a fresh hot glass of mulled wine there i haven't finished my beer so i'll put that shall i put that to the side because i don't want the mulled wine to go cold that is brilliant ah, there we go. i'm just Fantastic. waiting for, for jess to deliver me a mulled wine now <laughs> hello mulled cider water maybe pepsi anything i'll be getting it uh what was i saying um uh what was I saying? Kid, having the kid. Yeah, but like, pr- yeah, like, no. When I had my like my first proper paying job, and I I didn't have a kid. <laughs> you know, you have expend more expendable income. So like, I've got like six nieces and nephews. I bought them presents. Bought my brother brother's presents. Like, I remember when I bought my brother a Blu-ray player, and they were like at the time they were like a hundred pound and. That, like, I'm sounding really kind of like flashy now. Like I wasn't rich, but I was just stupid with my money, you know, that I yeah, was getting yeah. paid. I think we all and, do, uh, when, especially when we get first proper Yeah, well. yeah. This was like my best paid job I'd ever had. And uh, I remember getting him the Blu-ray player and he was just like blown away that I'd bought him a Blu-ray player. Like it's been all downhill since then. Like I've, <laughs> I've never spent more than like 15 quid on him probably at Christmas. Um, and then now kids here. Yeah, I got... I got bills to pay. I can't be worrying about my 33-year-old and nearly 40-year-old brothers and buying them presents. They get a hug on Christmas Day. That is it. And, you know, we'll have a drink together. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends, it always brings into my mind, uh, they had uh, the little boy really young. I think they were in college at the time, uh, 17. And mm. I always remember um, at that time I was working part-time, almost full-time, you know. And... So as you can imagine, I remember one Christmas giving like a digital. Remember, digital photo frames were the thing. Oh everyone my god! Had, yes, everyone had to have a digital photo frame. What and I a thought, fad! 
I know. And I was like, you can use this digital photo thing. You can put a flash drive into it and I'll show you photos. Um, and I remember them buy, um, buying them that gift and along with other stuff. And we gave them this like almost like suitcase full of presents when they just had their little boy. Yeah. And so they were young. They just left college. They had a child. So you can imagine, as for disposable income, it wasn't great for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they brought us like box of chocolate right and you always feel like oh, I feel really bad now because you've given them a lot but we don't really care about stuff like that but they're yeah. probably thinking we've given them a box of chocolates and but now their little boy is like 13 and he's a little bit more independent and whatever and they've got jobs and they, they're secure and everything yeah. they are now buying us big presents and we yeah. are now because buying a house and everything we're yeah. now giving them the box of chocolates yeah. <laughs> it's just like how is this turned around what is going I on know. That's it. And like, you know, if someone out there is really that bothered on like gift value, I mean, whatever, but you know, cause that's not what it's about. And, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I'm very honest about it, you know, and I say to, I, the past couple of years, you know, I've text around my family, like, don't expect anything from me. I can't afford it. Like, you know, we got lots of things to cover and I'm sure, yeah. and that will change, you know, and like I say, and goes through this you know up and down and like say you can be in a different position one year and stuff like that so it's not like for me like the gift giving um is like it's i loved that i could do that when like i said when i was like buying presents for everybody my nieces and nephews i remember when gears of war judgment came out uh i because i wanted to play that so much with my brothers i bought three copies of the game and I sent them wow. a copy each. And I was like, it wasn't me trying to show off. I was like, I really, really want to play this game and I want them to play it. Like, yeah. And I had expendable income. I was like 24 or what, 25 or whatever and completely irresponsible with my money. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, three, co- you know, one copy of the game is like 40 quid and I bought three copies, sent it to them and they were just like so happy. But we had like months of fun on that game. Like I love giving gifts, but... If I'm, I'm also very honest. I'm like, if I haven't got the money, I'm just like, nope, don't expect anything from me, you know. And like, yeah. Yeah. but also, I don't expect anything from anyone ever. Like, yeah. Um, which is why I say we really try not to spoil our kid, and we try to teach him the value of his toys and stuff like that, and all this kind of stuff, because I don't want that. It to always be about gift giving because, and it's not like that for me or Jess. You know, we love seeing family and friends. And like I say, yeah. I love the food and having a drink. That is really what Christmas is about for me. Yeah, and I think <laughs> Jess and I as well. We we've talked about this before. We're we're very toxic with stuff like this because, and I mean that in the lightest form, in that we both love to give out gifts. And that's yeah. not just saying, oh, I like to give out gifts, but no, yeah. we actually genuinely love to give. If I didn't get a gift at Christmas, I would not honestly not be bothered, right? Yeah. It honestly wouldn't affect me. I wouldn't. Um, but what we do is that we both like to give gifts, but Jess is the youngest of a huge family, hmm. right? So you can imagine youngest of a massive family. You're And then I'm from a family where, you know, Christmas wasn't really celebrated. So what we're doing is, it's almost like we're compensating for each other. So I'm yeah. giving her gifts because she's the youngest child of a big, big family, and she's compensating because I come from this background. It's just like, why have we bought each other all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, like that's the funny thing. Like when you're, when it is just you and a partner, and I've done this in the past before. Like Chris, like gone, say Christmas shopping. Uh, you know, with Jess, you know, years ago, and yeah. we liked 
both spend a hundred pound on each other or something like that. Mm. And it's like <laughs> I could have just bought this for myself. Like it's 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 not it's nothing about the value. It's just that act of giving a gift or something yeah. like that. And that is so funny because uh, yeah, and then you're making up for yeah whatever the time that you couldn't do it in the past and stuff like that. But yeah, like the concept of gift giving is you know I, I'm I'm gonna mention one of my uh, pet peeves here. Um, and we, and you know how much we love social media on this podcast, but um, of course. something I know what's I coming really... here. I know what's coming here, and I, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel if you go down this line, I'm with you. But carry on. Mm. Sorry. So what I was going to say was, um, I think I might have talked about this last year to somebody, uh, or even posted it on my own Facebook. Um, I do not like it when people post like a picture on Facebook of a mountain of presents under the tree. Now, yeah. that can make me sound... I know how that makes me sound. Okay, people are proud or whatever. They want to show off their presence and stuff like that. But I'm talking obscene amounts of presence. Not like yeah. a lovely picture of a tree with a few gifts under. No, it's wall to fucking wall of gifts. And this thing that social media has done where it's like, I have to show this off and share that. Like, I cannot stand that stuff because... I don't know. I've, like I say, I've been in positions where I've not had much and stuff in the past, and I know that somebody might see somebody that has kids that can't buy a hundred presents for their kids will see that picture, and it might tip them over the fucking edge. And I, yeah, I think I let rip on Facebook last year. I was like, anyone who posts this is getting removed from my friends list, and people thought that you know I that I was being a Scrooge, and it's like, okay, fine, maybe I am. I mean, I don't think people. <laughs> I, there's lots I think people shouldn't post on social media that they do that's another conversation but yeah the tradition of Christmas here come the mountains of presents photos I'm just like who is this for like yeah. showing yeah. this off and I know that's getting a bit negative and down but I don't like that and no, maybe if I, you're going to do that agree. think about not doing it I don't know but am I wrong no I think you're 100% right I can't, I can't echo, that, echo that more um I was probably six, five, six years ago, really um, immature with social media. You know, I look through, you know, you can look through timelines and things that you've posted and you've gone, why have I said that? Yeah, we um, all did. I now, I now, whenever I do any social media post, um, this is probably why I have so many typos because I'm already thinking about something else. Um, when I'm doing any, putting out any pictures up, I go, what is the purpose? <laughs> so if I'm putting up photos of masses amounts of presence, what am I doing? What is the purpose, right? Because we now have the ability that, you know, a lot of the our elderly relatives now have things like phones, iPads, Alexas, whatever, that we can just send those pictures to them. Yep. And, yep. you know, take the picture. It's not a problem taking the picture. But what is the purpose of it? Because if there's no positive thing for it, or if there's no need for having a rant or something like that, what is the purpose of me putting that up? And simple as, there is no purpose apart from people wanting to see what you've got. Yeah, it's for Uh, themselves, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's that um, even so much as uh, people you see on social media going, oh, I've got my booster tomorrow. And you're like, okay, so what is the purpose though? What are you hoping to (laughs) get from that? Like, what... Now, if people put up, look, I've got my booster tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, I, I feared people would get ill. Can I do anything to make myself, you know, a bit better? Fine. Yes. That is a purpose. Yeah. You are asking a question. 
You know, when people put up things of this event is happening, that has a purpose. But when people put up stuff like you just said, it really infuriates me. And I could go yeah. on a rant for another 15, 20 minutes, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. But no. I can, I'm, I'm on your side there, 100%. You made a great point. Like, when Facebook first launched, like, I remember the phone I had at the time. And it did not take great pictures, the phone I had. And to send that picture to someone would have cost me £1.50. Um, these days everyone's basically got the equivalent of a DSLR on the in their pocket and you can send any photos to someone else with a smartphone not even a smartphone like you said with you probably send it to someone's TV like you know the way it works Um, and it's free to do that obviously you pay your phone bill or whatever but it's free it's instant high quality so like when Facebook launched the idea of maybe creating like a photo album on Facebook that friends and family could see kind of made sense in a weird way these days that makes no sense at all and you know and i i I primarily 99 percent use facebook for work these days that's kind of the only reason i have it um i use twitter and instagram a lot as you know yeah Uh, my instagram's private though and uh yeah i yeah and like i'm not trying to be down on anyone sometimes yeah okay maybe somebody's worked really hard and they want to show off what they've been able to reward their kids fine but i don't know why that has to be put out to everyone blanketly you know what i mean i don't know like you you know you sort of say you're not supposed to to judge people for those sort of things i don't like it it's fine i'm not gonna lose sleep over it i don't do it i wouldn't do it just like Mm -hmm. just like i've mentioned before i don't put my kid on social media and i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole right now but yeah he does not go on so i I didn't even put his name on social media um yeah and yeah so i'm not gonna put his, his pile of presents on social media anyway yeah i feel like we're getting a bit too negative it's christmas i'm gonna have a sip of my mold wine (laughs) Yeah, get some of that mulled wine, and uh, they'll make Lovely. I'll make things all better. Yeah, right. definitely. Um, okay, well let's move on. Uh, God, we've been going for like forty minutes already. Um, I know. Yeah, we're going to move on. So yeah, no real football chat or anything today. There's loads to talk about the football, but maybe we can do that like in a New Year special or something. Because I still think there's going to be more to talk about there as well in the next couple Absolutely. of weeks. Absolutely. Um, we're going to move on to ask three because we're both asking questions. It's Christmas themed, of course. Um, I've got my three questions. Lou does know what they are. I don't know what Lou's are, though, because he didn't send them to me. So I know. Um... I, I literally was looking at them now going, <laughs> oh, I've not actually sent you these questions. So I'm going to blindside you a little bit. Um, yeah. Mine, mine are a little bit nicer um, uh, you know, than usual. You, yeah, you you can go first. It's fine. You know, you, uh, I've got mine here, but if, you know, or we can take turns. Yeah, you, you go first and then I'll ask and then, yeah. So, yeah, it's ask three get to know each other a bit more, all that kind of stuff. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows why we do this. It's Christmas-themed. Take it away. What's your first question this episode? Yeah. What is a Christmas song that every time you hear, you just cringe? You either cringe or you just sort of roll your eyes. Every time you hear it, you just go, oh, really? What is a Christmas song that makes you cringe? That is a good one. I thought you were going to say, like, what is your favourite Christmas song? But that's flipped it. That's You flipped the script on me. Um, you know what me. makes me... Cr- <laughs> You're so edgy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what makes me cringe? God, there's a few. Before I answer, I'm just going to shout out a friend of mine, Tim Pritchard, um, made a very good tweet recently where he said, since... The darkness, don't let the bells end. Has there ever been a good Christmas song? And I think the answer to that is no. I think that was the last 
good Christmas song. Um, all the good Christmas songs are from years before that, you know, generations before that. I can't think of any since then, but maybe we can talk about that in a minute. That's a good um, show. But yes, what makes me cringe? Um, I'm going to go with... God, I'm not going to say Mariah Carey. That's like an obvious one. Um, one that really makes me cringe is... Um, Merry Christmas, everyone, by... Oh, God, what's the guy's name? Uh, wizard? Is it no. Wizard? No. No, 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 no. no, no. It's, um... Hold on. Shaken <laughs> Stevens. Shaken Shake... Stevens. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, um, like, I know that's kind of like a classic one, but have you ever seen the music video? <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes. It is horrendous and yeah. a bit dodgy. <laughs> I feel, I feel if that were, that video was HD remastered, or there was a reboot of that video, it would get, it wouldn't be on. <laughs> it, it's a video it for its time, isn't it? Yeah, um, I yeah, absolutely and uh, agree with you. Whenever I hear that start, I just go, oh, for fuck's sake. Because I think of the video, I think of the music. Anyone listen to this? Go and watch the music video to Shaken Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. The song is not terrible, but I cannot disassociate it from the music video. I can understand that. Christmas music videos are cheesy as it is, but this one's a bit odd. Um, uh, Yeah, if I remember rightly. It's like a a drunk uncle popping rose in his house, isn't it? (laughs) And he's not even a family member of that house. (laughs) You've Everyone looks incredibly awkward. Yeah. Everyone's incredibly awkward. Yeah, it's it's yeah. yeah I agree with you. I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I like I do like the song. I've got be- I've got more preferred Christmas songs. I don't hate the song, but yeah, I just thinking of the start now with the bells and stuff like that, and it's making me cringe because of that music video. God, yeah, that is an awful one. Um, highly recommend people watching that. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't have much else to say there, uh, but no, that's, that's a definitely one. one that makes me cringe. What's uh, do you have one? Yeah, so you know how edgy and controversial I am. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mine is has to be Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. No, you bastard! <laughs> I just don't get it. And it's nothing to do with all this stuff about the song lyrics. Nothing to do with that. Oh no! At no. All. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It is all to do with I just don't get the song, mm. right? Um, and there's a couple of Christmas songs like that that if you listen to the lyrics, they don't actually make any sense. Like yeah. they, you literally go, "That doesn't." Like the one, the one lyric that gets me every time, not from the uh, the Pogues, it's when the snowman brings the snow. Well, the snowman can't bring the snow because he's made out. Like, <laughs> let's not go into de- too much depth about it, but. I just don't get the point of the song. I just don't. I I can understand the the reasoning behind it. I just don't yeah. get it, and I don't get the love for it at all. I I'm I'm in the so, camp of I just don't understand it. The um, like I I, I get what you're saying. Now, f- what I will say is, for years I loved that song. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 going to say the old cliche now. I loved that song before everyone else loved that song. Now I know it wasn't just me, but. Again, this is another thing that social media has done. And I'll tell you what else is a victim of this is Back to the Future. Like, no one used to talk about the movie Back to the Future. Like, it's Jess's favourite movie of all time. We have a poster of it framed on the wall and have done for years. Yeah. In, like, like five years ago, out of nowhere, it was suddenly everyone's favourite movie. And I was just like, every time I talk to people about this film, they kind of think it's shit and stupid. Um, and then, kind of with the Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York... 
I that was always one of my favourites Christmas songs. Yeah. And then it was like it's suddenly everyone's favourite Christmas song. And then it was in the news because of the lyrics. And then you know it's, for whatever it's still people's favourite song. Or then people were very anti the song or whatever. And then now there's the meme about how the singer died and stuff like that. How everyone says the dad always your dad always brings up uh, you know how um oh god I'm blanking on her name um, Kirsty McCall yeah Kirsty McCall died. Um, and it's become it's moved one of those things that moved from like what I think is like the fringe of Christmas just into the main zeitgeist of Christmas out of nowhere. Yeah. So and I can see that why it would rub people the wrong way. I mean, lyrics wise, it's like yeah, it's, it's mostly nonsense, I suppose. But uh, they claim that there is a there is a serious meaning behind it. Um, I I could see it being cringy because it's. It's it's overplayed now. It is overplayed, and everyone apparently loves it when they. But like I say, I always loved that song, and uh, only recently I think people have come around to it. And I think you're on the right lines here. And it, I wouldn't say this is the main reason, but it just seems to. If I go, I'm not a massive fan of that song. People want to, you know, put me in stocks and throw tomatoes at me. That, that's yeah. what, and I think that's probably part of the reason. But I, and yeah, it's just not a song. Every time I hear it, it's a good, and I will listen to it. But it's just one of those that I just go, oh, here we go. Yeah, I just, I just don't get it. Yeah, but uh, that's fair <laughs> enough. But what's really funny is your reaction. You knew I was almost going to say that, didn't you? Yeah. Just by yeah, your reaction, I, you knew I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I get it. Like I, I completely get it. And so I'm not going to hate on you for, for for thinking it's cringy. That's fine. Um. Is one of your questions, what is your favourite Christmas song? It is not, no. No, neither is one of mine. Before we move on, we won't go into deep, but do you have a favourite Christmas song? <laughs> it's Merry Christmas, everyone, by Shaking Stevens. Oh, no, it's not, fuck it's not. off. No, it's not, it's not, it's not. <laughs> it is, uh, uh, oh, I've gone completely blank, the Paul McCartney, uh, oh my God, I've gone completely blank. The beer, what, what one? Paul McCartney? Uh, Let's have a quick look. Oh, wonderful Christmas! That's the one. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's... I mean, yeah. Another funny music video, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's that's probably my favourite. But I'd probably say a close second is actually Shaking Stevens' "Merry Christmas." Like, everyone. I get that's fine. Like I said, I used to love that song, but I think yeah, that I can't detach it from that video, video. Yeah, you you gain you gain my respect just because yeah. of that that video is uh, is quite odd. So um. Definitely. You want to know my favourite Christmas song? Go on. So it's A Spaceman Came Travelling by Christopher. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Fan- now, it's a song about like... Uh, it really, it's like a song about religion, but it yep. connects religion to like Jesus potentially being an alien and stuff like this. Like, And it is just... oh, it doesn't. Yep. It's not very Christmassy. The lyrics can be a bit Christmassy, but it is like a... Yeah, the Christopher was uh he had no no right to go as hard as he did on that song as the kids say. Um yeah, great way song. ahead of its time, creepy, yeah. like emotive, like oh, I listen to that song all year round. <laughs> no, I I I'm on your side and I think if that song was released now, it would still be as good as it was yeah. when it was released yeah. almost years ago. It's it's weirdly a very I don't listen to a lot of modern music. Yeah, oh, back in my day and all that. Um but yeah, it's very it's very odd and unusual and unconventional. Um, yeah, yeah. Go and listen to that song now. Add it to your Christmas playlist, uh, folks, yeah. if you haven't. Christopher, Spaceman Came Traveling. Uh, okay, let's move on. It's my turn to ask a question. 
Right, here we go. Nice and easy. Most obvious Christmas question. As I said, you could tell I was completely underprepared for this episode. What is the best, or what is your favourite Christmas movie, Lewis? Uh, so, my wife and I watch loads of Christmas stuff uh, over over Christmas. We watch loads of TV programme specials. We have a list of things we watch, and every year we add one more. Um, but my favourite Christmas movie, and it's only risen to the top in the last two, three years, is It's a Wonderful Life. Um, okay. And I'm going to say this is a really controversial one because it is my favourite movie, but I only ever watched the last half an hour. <laughs> Because that's all you need to watch. <laughs> it is a two-hour black and white movie. Yeah, yeah. That the first hour and a half is just okay. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, whatever. But the last half hour is probably one of the only Christmas movies to this day that still brings a tear to my eye and is really emotive. Yeah. And I think it came out in 1954, I believe. Something and like it's that. Yeah, yeah. still really relevant um, to everything do with christmas money everything um but yeah that that's probably my number one it's just a, a film that i just love to watch every year for about the last three or four years definitely for me it's uh it's a really good film and to be honest wikipedia the first hour and a half and then watch the last half an hour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to do yeah i swear it's on every year on tv and stuff as well yeah. um before i give you mine the mulled wines are going through me. I really, really need to take a pee. So I'm going to go do that now. So over to you. You need to fill about a minute and a half. I'll be right back. <laughs> this is brilliant because he'll never know what I'll say on the next section. Uh, but yeah, Christmas, guys. What's all that about? No, I'm only joking. Um, but yeah, if you if you watch It's a Wonderful Life, uh, it is a story about a guy who's like a, an investment banker, basically. And he is... Um, he pretty much saves the town that he's in um, via various different things, really. And a bad situation happens where his own accountant loses the money to save the town and the bank and him. And he's threatened with kind of bankruptcy and prison sentences and stuff. And he he has a life insurance and he thinks, right, if I'm, if I'm not here, then my family can have the life insurance pay everything off. And then he sort of meets an angel prior to this and shows him what it's like without him there. Now, we've seen loads of TV programs in the past, haven't we, where where they look back and kind of see what your life would be like without them. And it's only a little short, probably about five, maybe even ten minutes of what he's like. And then he just comes back and realises that he's back in the world and, you know, he's there and goes to enjoy his life. But it's one of those things where he runs back to his house and he's happy to see his kids and his wife and everyone in the town that he'd saved come back and kind of rescue him, really. But that is uh, my spoiler review of It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Good um, I heard every single word because I've got my wireless earphone in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as I was... Uh... <laughs> Having a pee, I just got you recounting the story of it. I thought you life. were never even going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> just leave you to make it a It's a Wonderful yep. Life podcast. Um, cool. Okay, my favourite Christmas movie. Uh, uh, not as traditional as yours. Mine is Gremlins. Always, I'd, I'd say it always has been. For a, I loved the movie when I was a kid. I think as I got older, I sort of leaned towards, oh, you know, Christmas movies like, oh, maybe I love Home Alone or Die Hard and stuff like that. But I always come back to Gremlins. Like, it's just, yeah, it's been with me for as long as I can remember. And, you know, it's 
I, I'm, I'm not going to get into these arguments about what's a Christmas movie, what constitutes a Christmas movie. It is, it's a Christmas movie. It yep. has Christmas iconography in it. Um, you know, the plot is kind of irrelevant to the fact where it's a Christmas movie. Um, and yeah, just the, you know, the theme tune, the pup, the the puppetry, like it's that generation of great movies um, before CG really was a thing. Um, I don't know if there's any CG in Gremlins. There's a li- no, there is a little bit. Um, very early, very rough green screen type stuff. Um, but yeah, just an untouched classic. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement with you. And to this day, there's two there's two things that if someone said to me, what is the funniest thing you've ever seen in a film? Uh, the first one is in Naked Gun when uh, reversing out of the the parking lot to this day yes. will make me cry and number one on that list is gremlins with the um stair lift to this day oh, <laughs> to this day it's the most slapstick childish thing you can possibly imagine but to this day i will always cry laughing at that scene it yeah. is just i think it's one of those scenes that has just forgotten and it needs to be brought back because it is absolutely hilarious to the <laughs> even now even now it's a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, like Christmas movies. I mean, there's loads of other good ones. Like, I suppose if I was going to go for like a more traditional one, just uh, off the top of my head, um, like I mentioned Home Alone and things like that. Like I said to my, my wife last night, um, oh, we should watch a Christmas movie or two over the next couple of days, you know, just because. And she was like, Home yeah. Alone 2. She like, without even hesitating, she just wow. said Home Alone 2. I'm like, oh, okay, fine, yeah great film <laughs> happy yeah. to watch Home Alone 2 so we're going to watch that I think either great. tonight or tomorrow um, but, but, but. do you know what I really like The Holiday have you ever seen The Holiday yes yeah that's a, a rom it's a rom-com um, yeah. it's got Jack Black and Jude Law Cameron Diaz and oh god I'm blanking I know <laughs> oh my god I've completely blanked. I've got Kate Winslet in my head is it Kate Winslet oh yeah it, it is yeah it's Kate yeah. Winslet that's right um, really funny movie really emotional uh, yeah that's my that's my favourite I suppose you could say traditional I'm not going to say love actually we all know you love that movie um, but um, <laughs> I, I, if you had to if I had to pick between love actually and the holiday I'd pick the holiday all day long fight me oof see I never appreciated the holiday until I watched it it was randomly on um one of the movie channels, and I just sat there and watched it, and I had negative views of the holiday. But when I actually sat there and watched it, I was like, actually, this is this is pretty good. And yeah. it's strange seeing Jack Black trying to be a more serious character, yeah. which is a bizarre concept to to get into your head, and Jude Law just being, well, Jude Law, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jude Law being Jude Law. But like I said, Jack Black, Jack Black is a great actor, and that's what I liked about the movie. It was yeah, yeah him out of his usual kind of role, and I thought he did great. Um, yeah. he's still funny um, yeah. and I, I think Cameron Diaz is funny as well she's always been funny she's done comedies for a long time people forget that you know they sort of sometimes see her as this big I don't know d- generic Hollywood actress she's been primarily comedy throughout her career yeah. she's she's yeah, really she really great um, uh, yes uh, just before we go on I will say if I do sound bunged up it's because I've got a terrible stuffy nose like my I swear I have a stuffy nose all year round but like this time of year it has ramped up these past couple of years and I keep having to like sniff like that. So when I check this podcast over, I'm going to have to make sure I'm not ruining the audio with my sniffles. Ah, you're you're um, fine. You're fine. But yeah, so I do apologize. Um, 
Good. Fav- Christmas movies done. Um, what's next? Question number two. Over to you. What is? It doesn't have to be necessarily a tradition, but what is one thing that you do consistently every Christmas? What is one thing that you always try and do at least? Without fail. I've got this. I, I, this is so like... I don't even have to think about it because I already know that I'm doing it again this year. I've done this for maybe... Lou, I can't remember a Christmas that I didn't do this before, like, the age of 10, okay. right? Every Christmas Day, I watch the bottom Christmas special. <laughs> Without fail. Great. In the morning, I have breakfast, I whack it on. It's only, like, it's it's like 30 minutes long, or yeah. 40 minutes long. Um, yeah, the Christmas special episode, bottom, obviously, Rick Mail is one of my heroes, and bottom's one of my favourite uh, TV shows of all time. The Christmas special, for those that haven't seen it, uh, has like this hilarious, you know, sequence where their mates are coming around for dinner and stuff like that, and they think they get yeah. the new baby Jesus, and it's just like a neighbor's daughter, uh, daughter that's been dropped off and stuff like that. Yeah, um, one of my favorite episodes of the show of all time. I like I say, and I I watch it every Christmas. I've seen it multiple other times as well. I still just piss myself laughing every time. It has so not good. lost its touch. And yeah. similar for lots of those Christmas specials, you know, like uh, like extras and The Office and stuff like that. They just... What is it about these Christmas special TV shows that is just amazing? And yeah. yeah, so that is... I do lots of traditions at Christmas, but that is my number one. Can't wait to do it again this year. Always watch Christmas special at bottom. That's great. I love that. And bottom is one of those, and I do want to go go off down a rabbit hole here, is that there were two actors there who believed in their characters so well that they yep. didn't come across as slapstick. They were funny, and they were dopey, but they yep. didn't come across as, you know, even with the frying pans, you know, that, that, that thing worked because the... they believed. People don't realise, people, th- I say yeah, they absolutely believed in those characters. The, the writing in bottom, like, pe- so I guess I can equate it to something like um, Naked Gun. You mentioned Naked Gun. Yeah. Uh, and then Austin Powers. These are like two movies where there is a laugh like every 10 to 15 seconds, right? Yeah. That is really hard to do in a comedy. You know, puns, double entendres, you know, metaphors and all this, you know, kind of things. And slapstick as well. Classic comedy sort of tropes. And bottom is you know the young ones did it a bit but not as bottom is where they really lent into it it's almost just everything they say is like a double entendre and a pun or something like that and it's just so well written and it is not just people hitting each other in the head with frying pans which is is hilarious like and they lean into the slapstick the cartoon laurel and hardy type stuff yeah but yeah just the the scripts that they had were Oh, it's it's a masterpiece that show. I'm, I, that's a hill I will die on. So yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in full agreement with you. Uh, there is a page on Twitter that has um, little clips where they'll show twenty thirty seconds of a bottom clip. So yes. um, if you're yeah. not a follower of that, you know, keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, my tradition of Christmas, and it was started by my wife. Um, we so I'm I do quite enjoy watching Gavin and Stacey, which can be a little bit nauseating at times. Um, <laughs> but what we do, what we do is in November, kind of like in the run-up to Christmas, we start in November, and what we'll do is watch two episodes every week. And it'll culminate on Christmas Eve, 
of yeah. watching the both Christmas Eve specials, um, which is great. And we we've done it, I think, probably about five or six years. And yeah. I'm not allowed to watch Gavin and Stacey at all throughout the entire <laughs> of the year, apart from this day. Which, when you think of, we have everything on demand now. If if I want to watch something, I'll I'll be able to find it. But I'm essentially banned from watching this program. Yeah. And what it does is that program can be really nauseating and be like, oh, this is awful. If you watch it too much. Yeah. You know, friends can have a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when you've left it for, you know, nine months and you're back and you're watching it again, everything becomes fresh. And you yeah. kind of sit and they go, oh, yeah, I remember this bit. I remember this bit. Oh, I remember this episode. Um, yeah. That's always a tradition of ours. Every Sunday, two episodes, and then we won't watch anything until the following week then and, and culminate yeah. in, on Christmas Eve. Which is always uh, a fun one. They can't release any more, otherwise we'll have to go back <laughs> every week, every so often. <laughs> yeah, you have to start earlier in the year. Yeah, but that, that's always <laughs> um, something we've done. That's cool. Uh, like as I've said before, like uh, these days, like, I have no time for James Corden at all. Like I, that guy's just gone off the rails. Um, I liked Gavin and Stacey, but it was on, as I've said to you, and mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, but I suppose a question that I've got for you now, I've got you here. I've got your time. The Welshman that you are. Yeah. Do you, because it is good that show. It's well written for the most part, and it is funny. It has a lot going for it, and you know actors as well, a lot going for it. But do you think that because you know it's primarily a Welsh set TV show that that it not that it enhances its meaning? I mean, and that that's not me trying to say that the show is you only like it because it's Welsh. I'm not saying that. I'm trying to find the right words here. But surely it's, it's always going to be nice for you to have that that is a kind of part of Welsh culture, um, I suppose, is one way of putting it. And do you, do you think about that at all? Do you Have you ever wondered, or, do, yeah. you know, is, does this just resonate with me just because these people are Welsh? Um, um, or what? What is it about the show that I think... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the show itself is actually a really negative view of what Welsh people are like. Um, yeah. It portrays them as really thick. Yeah. <laughs> right, it really does. It portrays every every character in that series, either we- in terms of the Welsh, uh, either weird or stupid. There's, yeah. there's no in-between. There's no, like, there's no one that comes up. The only person that does come out with it... Um, who comes out of it with any good thing is the is the person who actually lives in Spain. You know, that's, that's yeah. the only person, the, the brother. Um, but yeah, I'm sure if it was a, a Scottish to English, I probably wouldn't even have anything to do with it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be bothered. I'd be like, okay, this is just... But yeah, it's, um, it's the little mannerisms that they use in there that kind of... Mm. My wife is obviously from, well, from Swansea and I'm from the Valleys area, which is where it was kind of filmed and most of the, the actors are not from, but they kind of resemble. And yeah. there's little things that they do and I'll laugh to myself and my wife will sit there and just roll her eyes and be like, this is exactly what your people are like. <laughs> you know, <they're> really... <laughs> so we will we will have conversations and like yeah. if you had to ask my wife who's the worst character and is Stacy and she yeah. hates it. She she actually said yesterday when we watched it, um oh sorry, Sunday she said, I hate it with every ounce of my being. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's strong. That's powerful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's that's one of the things we love to love to watch, really. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good program. Yeah. No, I had I had a lot of time for it when it was out. Um, uh, I haven't watched it in a long, long time because I just cannot bear James Corden these days. But 
But no anyway. more series. No more. I know people are like, oh, we need more. No, just yeah. leave it. They already do it. didn't. They already do. They reunited and did did something. They didn't, yeah, yeah. So that's not, it now. It's not last year. I think the year before they did a, a Christmas mm. special, which is fine. And yeah. even that was too much. You know, yeah. it was just kind of like it was. They were trying to rehash jokes again, and it's like, guys, yeah, get it. that's yeah, yeah. That's where it becomes a bit of an issue, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's why because it wasn't. It come out at that time where, like, around the Catherine Tate show and stuff like that, where yeah, you know, and and Gervais has always taken not shots, but you know, said how and and I don't, I don't hate Catherine Tate, like I enjoyed the comedy as well, but how they said it was you know it was a catchphrase show. Same with Little Britain and stuff like that. Um, Gavin and Stacey wasn't that at all. Like it was a fairly well written sitcom, um, yeah. and. Uh, but to, they can very easily become parody of themselves because those characters were so cartoonish. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And um, put it this way, all all by, I think, one of the actors were all from Swansea or up towards Swansea Way, which is obviously a city. And when you've yeah. got city and the, the, the rural folk in the valley, you know, it, it, it becomes a... They're playing someone else on there. They're playing yes. what they interpret as someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are absolutely taking it to the, to the max there. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, but it's just got to be written well. Like I say, I, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with somebody playing somebody they're not, but if it's written from a perspective that just has no true and accurate context, then yeah, it's just going to be terrible. And like you say, become a parody and a catchphrase, yeah. a thing you heard on the news or read on the internet one day, which is uh, not good. Um, cool, right, great, fantastic. Moving on to my next question. What is one of your favourite Christmas presents you've ever received? Uh, <laughs> so the only one that can I can really kind of pinpoint and think, yeah, this was the one, um, was the. F- <laughs> these, I've got two answers. The first one was I had a Lee Evans comedy box set, and and I remember my seventeen-year-old nan wanted to watch the Queen, and instead I put on Lee Evans for her. Um, <laughs> And that was probably the best one because I always remember it, not because of the... And this is where, without sounding like, you know, your typical Hallmark uh, film here, it wasn't the gift itself. It was the effect it had on everyone around. And I just remember my grandfather pretended not to laugh because he knew what the joke meant, but didn't want my nan to know (laughs) that he understood what it meant. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that was was probably my favourite one. I think the other one I've discussed, and I'll say the story very quickly, I used to collect Goosebumps books, had masses amounts of them. Um, I'd I'd written my name in them, everything, and I got about. <laughs> we all did back then, Lou. Yeah, this book this book belongs to blah blah blah. Um, and I remember the <laughs> my nan one year. I was about thirteen, fourteen, and she came with this massive box, put it on in front of me, and said, "Look, this is for you." And I opened it up. And it had more Goosebumps books. It was loaded with Goosebumps books. So my nan looked at me as if I was, as she was gonna, I was gonna cry and you know pull my heart out of how thankful I was. But I sort of laughed. Yeah. Because these Goosebumps books were books that I had donated to the charity shop, <laughs> and she had gone to the charity shop and bought them. She then goes, "Are you sure?" I then turned to the first page and said, "This book belongs to." And do you know the worst bit about this story? My nan was really angry at me and charged me the £5 that she had paid to buy them. So my Christmas present at 13, 14 was buying my own books that I'd got rid of. 
like a couple of weeks before. So I then had to pay her five pounds and then had to redonate the books back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same year as well that Woolworths went out of business. Right? Oh my um, god, yeah. And my na- and at that time people were buying everything, like Playstations for like ridiculously low prices. Mm. And I thought my nan is always in Woolworths, so she is gonna be some buy me something great here. She bought me this massive box, I'm like, oh this is she said, Oh, this was in Woolworths in the you know, clearing out. I was like, Oh great, and I opened it up. Don't forget I'm fourteen. It was a car backrest. <laughs> I'm 14. She said, when you get a car, you can put that in there. <laughs> in five years' time. I know. But yeah, that, that, that those two are... Um, Lee Evans and kind of like the, the Goosebumps books just because of the memories of the, the brain. Yeah. It's just... Uh, yeah. yeah. No, fair, fair shout. Like, when you mentioned that oh, you had a Goosebumps book story, you can't remember if you told it. You've definitely not told me that okay. before. That, okay. is, that is fantastic. I'm glad, I'm glad to have learned that. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love them Goosebumps books. Um, okay, great. Uh, what was mine? So there's a few. Like I say, I had good Christmases. Um, some of the runners-up, I suppose, was the year I got a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red was oh, so that yeah. would be '99, I think. Peak. Oh, what? I, it, do, do you know what? That year, I remember I got a Nike jumper as well. We had a Polaroid. There's a Polaroid picture of me because we had a Polaroid camera. My curtains haircut, my brand new Nike jumper, or Nike for those across the pond listening to this, um, <laughs> with my Game Boy in my hand, just like looking like the happiest person on planet Earth. Um, yeah. It was right at that center of the Pokemon boom. Absolutely loved that. But, um, you know, and I, I also really loved when we get like the WWF SmackDown games and stuff like that. They were sort of a little bit later. A bit earlier than that, so would have been when the movie Batman and Robin came out, which I think was 1997, um, I, or 98, 97 or 98, I think Batman Forever was maybe 95 or 96, and then Batman and Robin, 97, 98. Now, say what you want about the movie, I mean, <laughs> ridiculous, you know, I, I love it, it's, it is terrible, but I love it and would, will watch that movie till the day I die. Yeah, I don't um, at all, I quite yeah. enjoy that movie. <laughs> it's probably the only Batman I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even joking. It's in my top five. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but when that came out, I remember there was such a big fuss. You know, this they don't really do this anymore. Like, I mean, I guess they do because, like, so for example, when I think of Spider-Man, um, I know that there's loads of Spider-Man toys. Of course, there is. But I don't really see any TV adverts for, like, Spider-Man toys or anything like that. Like, maybe here or there you do. You see bits on YouTube, I suppose. But nothing like back in the day, like, when you think about when a movie like Batman and Robin came out, the marketing for the toys was just wham, wham, just hammering it home. And that Christmas I got... Now, do you remember in Batman and Robin, so obviously you have the Batmobile, but Robin had this, like, silver giant robin with wings that like drove across the ice yeah i got that as a toy nice. with a robin figure a batgirl figure and a mr freeze figure <sighs> like you know when we were talking about toxic nostalgia yeah <laughs> like last week i've looked up at those toys and mate like i'm i i'm going to get them again one day because <laughs> i've got a lot of toys at christmas 
that movie was shit. But like I say, I love the movie. <laughs> I love it. It's a shit movie, but I love it. Those toys, that Robin. It was better than the Batmobile. The Batmobile was boring compared to this like space age looking yeah. silver Robin. Had like a red, you know, uh, like pod that they sit in that you could lift the roof up. Uh, roof up. Yeah, those Batman and Robin toys that I got. 97, 98, something like that. Yeah. By far and away my favourite Christmas presents. And, you know, <laughs> my, my wife's bought me some lovely Christmas presents. <laughs> I just, just want to say, Jess, like, uh, love the presents you bought me. But um, there's nothing like being, you know, what was it, like nine years old getting those, those Batman toys. Back when, you know, toys and figures, that is what we got. Like, I mentioned the Game Boy, like the video games. Like, you know, we had that. We're hardcore into video games now, but like, and back then we played them. But the to- it was still about the toys back yeah. then. Those the action figures and stuff, and oh, yeah, absolute dream. Batman and Robin toys. Superb. Uh, so this is my final question now. Yeah. Um, can you share when I say the word Christmas at you? Can you share like um, something that immediately pops into your head memory wise? Uh, it does say good or bad. But I'd preferably like to lead you towards good, if possible. A Christmas mm. memory that you always kind of sit back and you, and you have a little smile about. I'm just going to have a think. I'll pass it over to you. Just yeah, I had a, a feeling. I, yeah. I had a feeling. That was one question that... Um, it was my extra question. And I thought, oh, that's not really fair on him. Because he won't have an answer ready. Because I've not sent them over. But I thought I'd no. say her anyway, just to, just to throw. Um, yeah. Mine is always... So, uh, obviously, the, the tradition is to put... Um, kind of like your stocking on on the whatever hanging up my parents always used to put it at the end of my bed um Mm. and to this day i can always remember the feeling of i was in bed and i could feel that it was empty and you know know, (laughs) the night before right so it'd be put there empty and i always remember feeling you you woke up and it was empty (laughs) your your face looked devastated (laughs) And I always remember going, oh, still empty, still empty. And I'd wake up in periods through the, throughout the night. And you know that feeling when you're so tired, you don't even realise you've slept. You know, it feels like five mm. minutes you close your eyes. Well, obviously, when I was a kid, it felt like that. And I'd wake up one moment and it was empty. I'd close my eyes and open them again. And they would be full. And it, to this, like, for years, just freaked me out. I was like, how the heck has it done this within, like, three seconds of me falling asleep? How has this <laughs> happened? Um, but it, I just always remember waking up, going, is it? N-? No, no, it's still empty, it's still empty. And then I'd look at the time and it'd be like five in the morning and I'd be thinking, oh, he's pushing his luck now, isn't he? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's pushing his luck. What is he thinking? Like, you know, this, this time, to, it's time to get it done now. But yeah, that's 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 probably most, my most vivid memory. If I could think about going, would be that. And it's, it's quite crazy again without going into this Hallmark thing again, that all the presents that I would have got downstairs meant, not in a horrible way, nothing to me. It was that excitement (laughs) to fill in a stocking full of like bananas and oranges (laughs) that was the one that kind of stuck with me the most. And it's the most, yeah, which says everything. So if you're taking a photo and putting on Facebook, remember that's not necessarily the thing that will pop into their heads later on in life. Yeah. (laughs) That is brilliant. It's funny you mentioned... (laughs) It's funny you mentioned the stocking because, like, we we never did the stockings, but uh, Jess did, and and we do now for the boy. Yeah. And but I remember growing up, I always thought like the stocking was like a real American thing, 
And like we, we even had a fireplace and stuff like that. But Jess said, no, no, I had a stocking hanging at the end of my bed. It had my name on it. And uh, yeah. yeah, and it was just... I, I, it was so alien to me that people actually did that, the stocking thing, because ours was just always about presents under the tree. Like, and yeah. that, that was it. Um, but in terms of... Mem- like, what comes to my mind when I think of Christmas? I mean, it's always... You know, loads of stuff does, uh, loads of memories, but instantly it's just, it is always being a kid and it's, you know, being younger. I think that's where maybe the strongest Christmas me- Christmas memories currently are. Um, and I think the reason I think this is because there's video of this. Okay. Um, you know, old school video camera would have been 1991. Um Whenever anyone says Christmas to me, I instantly just visualise this Christmas because I've seen it on video loads of like, it's probably, you know, I've got from later in life phone video and stuff like that. But way back in the day when I was young, that is, this is the only Christmas that we kind of have on video. Um, And it's Christmas morning. um, And on this video is my older brother receiving uh, uh, an NES, a Nintendo. Nice. And, uh, it's, it's like I'm in the video. So my older brother is there. Uh, I'm there. My younger brother is there. I should say before uh, my brother receives his NES, uh, myself and my younger brother are dancing completely naked in front of the TV to uh, uh, Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Okay. Uh, which was the movie he put out. And uh, <laughs> wow. just doing dance moves completely stark bollock naked um for a few minutes and then uh, that cuts and it moves to like the christmas present opening <laughs> i just get Probably this image of it being chicken steven's merry christmas everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i guess no. it wasn't <laughs> i mean some people might think it's bad that it was michael jackson i don't by the way but anyway um, anyway, I just yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, anyway, so then yeah, it cuts, and I just always think of this Christmas. So uh, th- there's key presents. So my brother opening the NES, my right. younger brother got a like a spot the dog, you know, yep. yellow spot the dog that you yep. can sit on, and it had wheels, and he sort of because yeah, he yeah. would have been like two, right. I think, at this time, running around in his nappy or lack of. Um, and uh, on spot the dog, um, and then what was my present like? It's weird. I don't actually think so. I can't think of a present that I was opening or received. Like this image of Christmas is just my dad, my older brother, my younger brother with Eggis. My mum is filming with the camera. I am there, but there isn't really a moment where I open something specific. But yeah, to me, like it's. Odd, and maybe you feel like this as well, that Christmas always feels retro and old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. And I, I guess it's just that connection to being a kid, and it's all about being a kid, and I'm seeing my brothers as, as younger kids and opening toys yeah. and stuff. That Christmas that I have on video, um, at some point, because I, I, so I, the VHS is in a box over here, and I am... I fully intention to, intending to digitise it because I don't want that to destroy, uh, be destroyed um, so I'll try and dig it out at some point because it's so mad to see footage from all those years ago but yeah it's it's always whenever anyone mentions Christmas it's that specific Christmas mm. that I've seen on video loads of times it always is at the forefront of my mind 
Um, and yeah, just generally Christmas feels old. It feels old. It feels yeah. nostalgic and yeah. retro. Like new Christmas just kind of feels like I'm recreating what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm not really doing anything new. So yeah. yeah, that's a sort of odd way to look at it. But yeah, no, I agree. And I think without sounding like old age here, the number of of kids who um you know in the families think oh, so what have you what are you looking forward to to Christmas and stuff and what are you getting for Christmas are you hoping for and they're saying, oh, I'm hoping to get this T-shirt or this jacket. And I'm sure you'll agree with this. When you were a kid and you picked up something that was soft and you knew there were clothes in it, you were like, oh, great. You know, you just it was like, oh, thanks. And you just threw it behind you, you know. Um, whereas now I feel there's more emphasis on I want clothes, I want this, I want this. There's no, like, I want the, the <laughs> Robin's car from Batman and Robin <laughs> circa 1996-7, whatever it is. <laughs> You need it. It's the best one. Um, yeah, like the, you know, feeling like presents under the tree. Like yeah. it's fun. this is a bit of a sidetrack, but so my so Jess is um, terrible for like guessing surprises. Like she always wants to guess. She wants to feel her presents and find them and stuff like that. And she she's like openly admitted that multiple times she just hunted down her presents and found them before Christmas and stuff like this. And I'm just like, <laughs> did you not want to be surprised on Christmas? And like, I've lifted up presents and I'm like, oh, what could that be? But no, I'll, I'll put it down. I don't want to spoil the surprise. But she's just like, like if I, if I walk in with like, uh, you know, uh, to, you know, an, an Amazon box or something like that. Yeah. Like, What's that? What's that stretch? She like has to know what no. it is. Um, and, or if I will say, uh, you know, I want to tell her something. I'm just like, oh, did you hear this? And she, she'll just jump in and say it, like you know. And she, she's she's very much uh, neat. She doesn't want the surprise. She just needs to know or has to find out. And yeah, she always openly admits to feeling her presence and finding them. Whereas I I quite enjoy. I preferred the surprise. Um, though around the time, like I mentioned, the the SmackDown games, or particularly for the PS1. Uh, I know they came out later on the PS2, but like. I remember because I was I loved playing WWF Warzone and Attitude and then but they were games that I'd borrowed off friends and then when WWF Smackdown came out for the PS1 it was like you know the holy grail of wrestling games at the time yeah. and just seeing the pile under the tree but the little square and I'm just like oh that has to be it that has to be it and just wanting yeah. to like play it and uh, and then you moved on yeah, to that, like that PlayStation 2 and then you didn't yeah. know if it was a PlayStation 2 game or it was a DVD. A DVD, yeah, exactly. That is 100% it. And, God, that's so funny you mentioned that because I remember once thinking I was getting a PS2 game for Christmas and I opened it and it was Fast and the Furious on DVD, oh, that's which I already had. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> was it my nan? <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, I, can't, I can't remember who got it for me. I think... I think my older brother got it for me, yeah. if I remember rightly. Because uh, Fast and the Furious, that was one of the first DVDs I had. Rush Hour 2, Fast and the Furious, they were really early ones. And I remember there was a PS2 game that I really wanted. But it's just, I remember ripping it open and being like, no, it's a DVD. And that scenario you just mentioned, PS2 game, DVD, PS2 game, you did not know because yep. they're exactly the same shape yep. and size. Um, anyway, okay, great. Some good presents there. Good present memories. Right, I've got my final question. Uh, right, so what is your favourite Christmas snacks? 
So no roast dinners, no pigs in blankets, but other snacks or something you have traditionally at Christmas. What do what do you go for? Yeah, without it trying to age myself, simple answer here. Uh, we start this kind of when I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, comes on, and we pretty mm-hmm. much go through the entire of Christmas doing this. Uh, cheese and biscuits. <laughs> I know that's what yeah, makes right. me sound really old, but um, my life is just filled with cheddar and brie as we go through Christmas I I wish I could say something really kind of cool but no cheese and biscuits are the way forward for me I mean cheese and biscuits you can't really go wrong can you like yeah I love cheese and biscuits as well Um, definitely a big fan of cheddar and brie red leicester as well Um, even blue cheese do you like blue cheese see I'm not a fan of the blue cheese it's just a little bit too Mm. much but there is this this, I can't remember the name of it it's like a smoked cheese and it is beautiful and it's one with like apricot cheese and um, apricot cheese as well Uh, welcome to the uh, cheese podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're starting a spin-off show I know Uh, but yeah yeah, I love my cheese yeah good for you as well people don't realise it's got protein in it it's good up your cheese and your diet if you're trying to get strong um, though too much can make you fat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, what was mine? So, I mean, I, yeah, I love cheese and biscuits, but for me, since I was about fifteen, my snack tradition, you know, there's loads going around at Christmas. Uh, yeah. Ferrero Rochers is one. You know, I generally tend to have them at Christmas. Love a Ferrero Rocher. Uh, celebrations and miniature heroes and all those kind yeah. of things but my main thing is like so I'll I will do this generally um so this year I'll, I'll do this just in the day because we're not we're not having a Christmas dinner on Christmas day we're having it the next day on Boxing yeah. Day so we've just got like some party food and some hot food and stuff that we can heat up so so I won't be massively full on Christmas day but my like grazing for Christmas day is one side is a tin of Pringles, uh, not Pringles, a tin of Twiglets. Right. Right. One side. The other side is peanut M&Ms. Two hands okay. in one, in the other, in the mouth at the same time. The wow. combination of Twiglets and peanut M&Ms is unmatched as far as I'm concerned wow. when it comes to Christmas Christmas snacks. I don't know why, like they're not really Christmassy Things you can have Twiglets and peanut M&Ms oh, whenever you want, are. but I are they really? Yeah. I, I suppose, yeah, maybe they are. Like, um, like I don't really. I've said before, I don't really, I don't really have a sweet tooth. But peanut, peanuts and chocolate is my main thing. If mm-hmm. I'm gonna have chocolate, peanut M&Ms is my number one. Yeah, mixing it with Twiglets while you're watching a movie, and then you got to wow. maybe drink a whiskey as well, like that. Oh, that is my yeah. That is Christmas for me. Twiglets and peanut M&Ms. And I kept, they're already here. They're in the cupboard. And I, yeah, I can't wait to crack them open. Wow. Okay. Well, those two foods are two foods that I can't stand. So um, I, honest, I, I won't be following that recommendation. Um, so apologies there. I can't really follow that because I just can't stand either of them. Um, I knew you hated Twiglets. Uh, pe- peanut M&Ms. Just no. And, ironically, anything that has peanuts in there. Not for mm. me. Not seriously. Snickers. I Snickers. I can't touch. Um, mm. Topic. Is it topic? Mm. Mm. Well, anyway, anything with peanuts in it. Not for me. Not a, not a fan. But um, I'll take a recommendation. <laughs> um, it's quite ironic that you've got. You say you have it either side. 
How are you holding oh, your yeah. whiskey? <laughs> I was, well, <laughs> it will be like you know on the little side table or something like yeah. that. So, um, okay. yeah, um, but yeah, I do need a third hand. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, so yeah, really excited about that. I'm trying to think of any more. Like um, I, one thing before we move on from this subject, because this come up with me and Jess the, in the week when we were doing the the Christmas uh, shopping. <clears throat> So I mentioned miniature heroes and uh, celebrations. Yeah, it's, I don't know if any American people listening to this they have them over there. Basically, Cadbury's is it's like a, a a box of of sweets, like so a mini Snickers and a mini Bounty, a mini Dairy Milk, yeah. mini Mars, and all that kind of stuff. But then, so you have a box of celebrations, you have a box of miniature heroes. But then, classically at Christmas, you also have Quality Street and um, shit. What's the other one? Um, Roses, roses, Cadbury's roses. Yeah. Um, of those, what would you say is your favourite? What do, what do you prefer? Are we talking brand or specific chocolate in them? Um, well, I mean, do tell. I mean, if you've got a specific chocolate well, as well, surely, because like, surely we'd have to go with Quality Street and the the Strawberry Delight um, chocolate. I think that's that's going to be number one. The fact that there's only about four in the box says everything. I know, right? The best one. Oh, and here's 15 lots of fudge. I know. <laughs> and toffee. Here, guys, break your teeth so you can't eat any more. <laughs> yes, they 100% do that on purpose. Um, and yeah, I'm with you. Now, so generally, I, I don't like Quality Street, but the, the, you know, the Strawberry Delight, as yeah. you mentioned, is yeah the most superior one. And I've lent to them all in recent years. Yeah, I will just graze with the miniature heroes or the box of celebrations. They're so hard to bloody get at Christmas. Everyone buys them now, so if you don't get them early, like you're short-handed but on Christmas I'm Day. Gonna, I'm going to put out a warning for you. We only discovered this um, the year before we went into lockdown, um, and it was bought for me from the school I work in. And I kind of went, I've never eaten these before, and I wish mm. I'd never tasted them because they are mm-hmm. by far the best chocolate i've ever eaten in my life and this year we i think we've already gone through about three boxes and it doesn't help it's the most expensive chocolate you can buy as well it's the lint chocolate stay away stay away (laughs) right stay away from it don't touch it don't even taste it it's not worth your wallet because they are the just phenomenal um yeah stay away from it (laughs) just trust me (laughs) No, I do. I do like the lint chocolate. I've had it now and again. Um, like I say, not a big sweet tooth, but that's definitely got mm. got to be up there. Um, it's, it's, lint is their own thing. That's not like Thornton's or anything. Lint no, is it's its own. It's thing. the Swiss yeah, yeah. Swiss chocolate, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Well, yeah, that's questions done. Ask three or ask six, if you like. Yeah. Um, done for Christmas. Yeah. Um, good answers. Good questions. Is uh, what do we need to do now? We need to do collector's corner. Yeah, we've been going for an hour and forty minutes, but we're going to move on before we wrap up today. Um, my dinner's in the oven, so I don't want that to burn. Um, collector's corner. Uh, this probably doesn't necessarily have to be Christmas themed. Mine uh, sort of isn't, but um, yeah, collector's corner. We talk about our retro gaming collections or gaming books, movie collections, things we like to buy on eBay and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for collector's corner uh, today? I was hoping to have a Pokedex, but I thought no, I won't. I won't do that. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. <laughs> do um, you know? Can I just say? So since I put that episode out, I've had four different people message me, like either on WhatsApp or on Instagram about that section just no. saying oh my god like, i had this or i need to get it in the whole time i was just like yep yeah, 
toxic nostalgia. It's rife out there. Everybody I bid on one. is just. I bid on one. I'll be honest. I bid on one. I'm putting that out there. Um, yeah. I put a bid on it, knowing that it would not win, but I couldn't handle not being able to be in there. But yeah, I, I can see where it's coming. I also found. Did the you see Pokeball as well? Which is yeah. Oh oh yes. Oh yeah. You sent me the picture yeah. of that one. Yeah yeah. Did you see as well? I think on the podcast I was like, oh they um sealed their like 80 quid or something and then i realized when i double checked on ebay no it was 165 pound for a sealed one it was just like jesus christ but yeah yeah one day one day day. (laughs) um so mine isn't christmas related but it is so last year um jess bought me oh no sorry it was the year before bought me a sega mega drive and we oh, just yeah. went on a, a spate of just buying. I think it was Boxing Day. We just went on a spate of buying as many Mega Drive games as we could, and it's it's yeah. it's, it's quite a good Christmas memory because we just went mental. Um, we just decided to buy loads. So I picked up a selection of the ones that we bought, and I'm going to do them really oh. quickly. Um, yes, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. one we bought was Jurassic Park. Oh my God! Look at it. I just got to say, like, there's just something about like. You know, like the case, the hard thick case. The when manuals. you just held that up, a manual. Oh my god! Yeah, look at it. I know. Look at it. Honestly, it uh, it's, it's beautiful. Um, Jess's favourite were <sighs> for California games. Yeah, oh, yes, another absolute yeah banger. That we went is. for old school. It's a bit generic, but we went for Lion King as well. Yeah, another incredible game. And then we get game. the two favourites of mine here. We had um, Tailspin. Do you remember playing Tailspin? Yes, yeah, of course, of and course. A, and a hidden classic, and if you've never played it, make sure you do. Uh, it is Global Gladiator. It was what? A, it was a game released by McDonald's. <laughs> oh my lord! Please, you have to send me pictures of that. It's, it I've is, never seen that. It is kind of. Can you remember Rayman? It's very similar yeah, yeah, to sure. Rayman, it, that kind of um, that type of game. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, it didn't contain anything to do with McDonald's. Like, I don't know, I, to this day, I just remember playing it as a kid. And you play as two characters called Mick and Mac. Uh, must have taken them ages to, to think of that. And you go through slime worlds, forests, uh, arctic worlds. But it is brilliant. It is really, really good. What I love about that is so back in the day, I, know I keep saying back in the day, back, back in the day, the day, I keep catching myself saying that. Um, so brands did this a lot because video games d- didn't cost like as much to make as they do now. Mm-hmm. And you could make them in like three months, yeah. like with like five people. Yeah. So McDonald's and Pepsi and like Coca-Cola got involved with Cool Spot and stuff like that. Like, Yep. There's loads of these brand games. Another one I mentioned, um, I think I might have mentioned this on one of the podcast episodes, is The Simpsons. The Simpsons launched, I think, in like 1988. They had like video games out that year, yeah. like, and the next year, and there was multiple games out because Fox had just jumped on this and was like, oh, The Simpsons is really popular. Let's just pump out all the video games. Yeah. And there's this weird period of time, late 80s to early 90s, where franchise and licensed games were huge that i don't want to say they were the bulk of the games but maybe they were like franchise licensed games like you just held up uh, yeah. jurassic park and lion king yeah. you know all the disney games like there were so many of them back then because they were relatively cheap com- to make compared to today so but yeah, yeah. i'd seeing those games that looks fantastic boxes uh, with manuals jealous. as well oh. 
Somebody was... Um, I think this might have been uh, Resident Evil community person Retina, I think, posted on Twitter. Yeah. Somebody... They either posted it, or it might have been Metal Jesus. Sometimes I get my people mixed up. Um, posted, there's like this person on Etsy that is making manuals for like new games, like oh, okay. on the Switch and stuff like that. Oh, that's clever. And they are just absolutely beautiful. And like, you know, I know you're on the same page as me. Just have the manuals. Yeah. All all seri- relatively serious gamers miss the manuals. We all do. Lovely pieces of art. Yeah. Yeah, just seeing you hold them all up, then that's that's really really nice. And they have um, um, very very little, jealous in the notes pages. They have passwords yeah, for the, each level as well. So. Yeah, yeah, the notes pages. Oh yes, the notes pages. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my that's my entry. Just because it brings back quite a nice Christmas memory. Because I just remember us going a bit crazy and mm. just buying every Sega game we know. Yeah. Um, my um my Mega Drive is right there, just pointing off to the right. It's still it's in the box. It's, I t- I've told you before. I literally, I just have piles in the corner of my yeah, room because yeah. our space is limited here. Mega Drive is right there. Um, absolutely love the Mega Drive. Um, obviously I mentioned my Sega Mania magazine on the last episode as well. But yeah, fantastic choices. They kind of put mine to shame, to be honest. Um, mine's a bit more uh sort of broad. Um, I have already posted a, a picture on Twitter. Now, mine's not a specific game. I just wanted to highlight and point out, like I mentioned at the start of this episode, like Christmas is winding down, having a bit more free time to just chill out and catch up on stuff. I can't bloody find one of them. Just give me one second. Uh, where are you, you bastard? Am I going to have to do the synopsis for uh, <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life again? <laughs> yeah. I, where the hell has this gone? I don't know. I'll find it. And I'll have to find it later. Back there. Oh, there it is. Give me one second. Yep. It's behind the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, good. <laughs> Just getting a bit close to the there lens you know. there. What lovely eyes you have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I posted a picture on Twitter. So, I've got my two PSPs and my Nintendo DS there. So, that's my OG PSP. The Vita yeah, and the Nintendo DS. Nice. Uh, which I haven't played in a few months. And, like, I've whacked them all on charge. And, like, I've built up a few more DS games that I haven't even touched yet. And I'm just like, this Christmas, with my free time, I just cannot wait to sit there with my ha- my retro handhelds, yep. games that I can... That aren't... Like, I've been smashing Halo. I'm going to step away from the Xbox and just focus on some good old-fashioned classic games. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing about Christmas I don't have to hog the TV I can have my handheld have my twiglets on one side peanut M&M's over there my whiskey handheld and just go hard on these uh, three handhelds over Christmas like I absolutely love the PSP as I've said before Um, uh, the Vita I was new to this year thanks to you Um, but yeah just there's something that's making me very very happy that knowing I've got those three hours over the next yeah eight nine days or whatever and i can just yeah just relax on the sofa and not worry about work and just kind of just disappear into these and okay. i don't know how many people do this but i highly recommend playing your handhelds with headphones as well okay. because um we uh i think we often forget sometimes you know with handhelds and you just kind of enjoy them in your hand and the sound coming from them like if you've got a decent set of headphones like you know the 
particularly with the PSP, like it has a pretty high audio channel uh, number. I don't know if it's it's not five point one. I don't think, but the audio quality on those games yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And like in your headphones, like you can really, really get lost in some of those PSP games. So my three baby handhelds have been charging up and just going to be spending a lot of time with them. Like say, I, I didn't want to just highlight a specific game, but just show some love for those handhelds, which are definitely going to be getting a lot of use over the next uh, couple of weeks or so. Yeah, and at the job advert for um, Kelsey's servant is available now to feed him Twiglets, M&Ms and hold the whiskey <laughs> because he is slowly <laughs> running out of hands to do anything. So um, please email at... <laughs> <laughs> you're completely right yeah and uh my son's not quite at the age where he can uh i mean he can hold it all but he won't listen to me so uh no. he's of no use at the moment <laughs> um, oh that's a snippet to take and show him in the future <laughs> <laughs> he's of no use cool um yeah that's it really from me like like say uh my dinner is in the oven we do need to wrap this up yeah uh, but we've done it we've done our christmas special yes mate. it's been fantastic yeah my uh i've got a tiny little sip of my beer one yeah. second well i was just going to cheers you but uh it's, it's too late now oh. you've kind of finished it off there we but, go yeah. it's empty there we yeah. go there we go. Well, it's disappearing when i touch the webcam but, <laughs> um, oops i just dropped a little bit on the laptop it's fine i'm, I'm gonna have to clear up beer as when we finish up here because when i opened mine it just went everywhere um <laughs> but yeah what a year mate what a year no it has been a crazy year um yeah it's been great fun doing the podcast uh obviously we'll be back with another another episode in the new year for our new year's special i know yeah <laughs> yeah um um but yeah before that uh until then is there anything else you want to say to listeners before we sign off no nope, thanks guys for just kind of sticking around with us i know I said this on the last episode that the first five we did in about uh, six weeks and then the last five took us about six months. But thank you for sticking around. You know, it, it's uh, the feedback is still always really positive And yeah, and always a pleasure with you, mate. Always a pleasure. And I feel I've got to know you a little bit more this year. Um, and I feel that soon I will click on X-Files to watch them. Uh, I have been debating and going back and forth, but I will get onto the X-Files. It's got to be done, man. Can't go wrong with the X-Files. Yeah, no, same for me. Like like I say, I genuinely have been very surprised by, um, you know, some we do this and I think, oh, maybe like two or three people might listen to it. But there's a few old listens on the podcast. And as I mentioned about the Pokedex thing, like I've had a few buddies and uh, acquaintances message, message yeah. me and say that they, you know, they've been loving listening. Um, so thank you to everybody that listens. Um, you know, this is just a bit of a laugh for us, really. But um yeah, who knows what next year holds, you know, and we can do more on the podcast. I keep mentioning the guests. We will have more people. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Please do spread the word. Hope you enjoyed our Christmas special. Um, we'll be back again in January. Yeah, I suppose Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, fine. Happy Saturday and Sunday uh, for whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Some people don't. That's completely cool with me. Just I hope you have a very uh, uh, a lovely end to your year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in 2022. Merry Christmas. No, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks, Lou. I'll catch you later, mate. Catch you, mate. Catch you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.